Hey y'all, this is Ginger DeVries, guest number 56 of the podcast encouraging you today to use your position to broadcast God's love. All things work together for the good to those who love God and to those who's called according to his purpose. God has sent Jesus to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives. Freedom, my friends. That season may not be the thing that you wanted necessarily, but God needs you to learn something. Hindsight with God, you understand, but in the middle of stuff, you just gotta hang on and trust Him. We're not supposed to do for God, we're supposed to be for God. The doing is a side effect. God is able to bless you abundantly. If He can take care of the birds of the air and the flowers of the field, yes. so more can He do for you. It's all going to work together for your good. If you love God, you just continue to stay. Stay humble, seek God, and it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. God's word says, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. We pray this episode is an encouragement to you to go out and use your position to broadcast his love. From Scotto Albritton Studios, here's your host, Ricky. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Broadcast His Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name, because it's all about Jesus living life on purpose for him. And I pray today, this conversation, it's not just words, that this is not just background noise in your day that you tune out of and tune into later or whatever the pace or flow of your day is. I just pray that you seek God's presence in this time, knowing that the guest who's coming on today to share their story, to share what God is doing in their lives, we've prayed, we've prepared this time for you to encourage you, to draw you closer to Christ, to start living life on purpose for Him, because we don't want to just go in a canoe without oars. You know what I mean? Like we want to have direction in our life. And that direction is from Jesus and His Holy Spirit. One awesome thing I love about this podcast is connecting with people who have been in my life in the past who have encouraged me and now they get to do the same for you. And the best part about this conversation is that they are believers. And so you're going to get encouraged and inspired by someone who is bringing in what God has done in their lives. And that that is truly igniting. So Paula Bonilla, she is a life science recruiter down in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And we're just so excited to have you on. How are you, Paula? Hey, Ricky. <laughs> I'm so excited to be on here. I haven't seen you in so long. Yes. And <laughs> I didn't want to drop the bomb in the beginning because I didn't want people to like instantly turn the radio off uh, or whatever this is, the <laughs> podcast. But we know each other from the University of Florida. Go Gators. Go Gators. That's right. I mean, we have to say it. We have to say it. I'm sorry. Oh, absolutely. It's like, um, it's in your blood. It's we, We're conditioned that way. <laughs> we are. But anytime I'm listening to another podcast and they say another school that I don't root for, I'm like, come on, do we have to go there? Like, come on. You know? <laughs> That's like, my bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, go Gators. Okay. But um, Paula, it's so good to reconnect with you. It's been more than 10 years. Which, yes, which is insane. I think it's going to be 10 years, I think, in May, oh. since we've last seen each other. I well, know. No, no mm. we, we saw each other at your wedding. I know. Thank you for being there. I love you. <laughs> I love Thank you. you. 
Yes. Carolyn was there. Oh my goodness. Carolyn, she has three kids now. Okay. 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 This is not the time where we're going to do this. <laughs> we are here to encourage you listening to broadcast God's love. Um, and that includes sharing your testimony. So we're going to dive in because you dove in, yeah. <laughs> you like dove in, you got baptized and I, I really do just want to dive in for the listener's sake. Like you are wanting, you're here to be encouraged. And, and I just want to know why that you said, yes, I want to get baptized. Absolutely. So just to give you a little bit of background. Um, so I've always been a believer in God. I was, you know, raised Catholic and, and, you know, was baptized as a baby and, and did the first communion and, um, all of that stuff. But growing up, it, it felt you know, religion felt kind of like a chore for me. Like it was never like I had that true connection with God. Um, and, and that was just on me. Cause my mom's like a beautiful believer of, of our Lord. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she really tried to form that connection, but it just, I, it wasn't there for me. Um, so like I said, I've always been a believer. I've prayed my entire life, but, um, I think it was up in during 2020. So during COVID, um, that I kind of just hit like a really, as I'm sure a lot of people did kind of just hit like a really low place in my life and in my relationship at the time. And a lot of things were coming out. And I I remember just, I was having these like anxiety attacks. Mm -hmm. And the first thing that I could think to do was like, cry out to God. And like, I remember I would sit in my room and just be like, God, what is this? Like, what is this pit in my stomach? What's going on? Like, show me what you want me to do. And I, that was the first time that I really truly like was begging God for like guidance, you know? Yeah. That's um, good. That was at, that was 2020. So that was me at like 29 years old. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he sure did. I, I think, you know, God pulled me out of certain situations and relationships in my life at that time that just like, were not on, you know, on or in alignment with his purpose. Um, and as soon as I let go of that, I, just to give you a little background and, and Ricky, you may have met, you know, my ex great yeah. person, yeah. Nothing, not a bad thing to say about him. He's, um, you know, it just, we weren't right for each other, but, um, yeah. when I was pulled out of that relationship, I felt like this huge weight was lifted off my shoulders. And the first thing that I thought to do was seek God. So That's I started so going to this. Yep. I started going to this church because I just, at that time I felt so broken and, and felt like I had kind of, you know, I dated this guy for over 10 years. Um, and I felt like throughout that relationship, I had really lost myself and my identity and, and my, my self-worth. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, I was pretty broken. And, and I remember just thinking like, there's gotta be more. And like, I didn't know what to do. And I was like, you know what, this is the time, <laughs> like I'm going to seek God. And I started going to this church that some of my friends went, uh, you know, went to and had invited me numerous times and I had never gone, but I was like, okay, no, this is, let, let me try it out. And it was the best decision I ever made. Um, It's this church down in Boca called Victory Church. I remember the first day that I went just leaving there in like absolute tears, um, Cause I felt like one of the things that the pastor said was like, I, I remember I was sitting down and I had my, my, my hands in a fist, like, you know, I was holding my hands like this yeah. and he was like, look at what you have in your hand right now. And I was like, 
I was like, nothing. He goes, that is enough. And those words, like, because what had driven me to go to church in the first place was feeling like I was not enough. So Mm -hmm. that like, I mean, that just blew my mind and I'll never forget that moment. And, you know, I started going to this church. Um, I, and I, I formed these wonderful relationships with these incredible people there. Um, and I had thought, you know, thought about the whole baptism thing. Cause again, coming from like the Catholic background, I was baptized as a child. So I didn't understand really. Um, and I started kind of like inquiring about it and, and what it meant to like rededicate your life to God. And I love the idea of it, but at the time, my mom wasn't coming to this church with me. She still, you know, was still, and she still is Catholic, but she was very much rooted in those like traditions. So when I brought it up to her, you know, the thought about me getting baptized, she took like big offense to it and was like, well, you've already been baptized. Like, I don't understand. And we actually got into a few little, you know, tips about it. Um, But so I kind of just let it go out of out of not wanting to offend my mom. And also just because the larger part of my family is Catholic and I was so afraid of what they were going to think, which is silly now thinking about it, you know, like God is God, you're Catholic, Christian, whatever. We're all Christians. It was a little silly, but I was so worried about that. Fast forward to four weeks ago. <laughs> I, I mean, my life has fully transformed since I started going to church, since I started growing my relationship with God and, and really like, you know, understanding what fellowship meant and, and what it is to like dive into his word. But four weeks ago, this was super random. I had not planned on getting baptized. Like I said, I had kind of just let that go. And um, I remember it was like the, the 19th, it was a Sunday. I had woken up with like this anxiety and I didn't know where that anxiety was coming from, but it just, it's that kind of crippling anxiety that like makes you want to stay in bed. Like you don't want to get up. You kind of just want to like lay there and, you know, sulk. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember just kind of feeling like that, that conviction where I felt like the Holy spirit was like, get up. It's Sunday. You know, you've, all, all I'm asking you for is one hour of your time. Like, just get up, go to church. So I did. So I, it was really hard. I remember like thinking, and 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 it, we were going through this um, relationship series at the time. That is so God to be like, get up, go to church. It's only one hour, and we're going through a relationship series. Like God, you you just love me so much. You just know every detail. <laughs> Amen. It was really crazy because I was expecting to go there, and it, it was the day that we were going to finish up the series. So I was like, okay, I may as well. Like I let me just go. I stopped at my mom's house beforehand because she she lives, you know, on the way. So and she sometimes she started going to to the church with me. Um, and you know, she's loving it, but she doesn't come every Sunday. And that Sunday I just I showed up at her house like for a cup of coffee before heading over there. And I was like, Hey mom, do you want to come with me? And she was like, I mean, sure, why not? I know. So again, my mother who like was strongly against me getting baptized when we talked about it yeah so i remember showing up again i had this anxiety like but walked into the church doors and they were like there was just like this and we start off every service with worship but it was like the the house was packed yeah and one of my friends from church he was like oh boy you don't even know what's about to go on in there like get ready. And I was like, you know, I was like, what, what's happening? Yeah. We walk in and they're, you know, 
the pastor starts speaking and he's telling us, he's like, look, you guys, um, oh my gosh, what is what has just been going on with the school? And I, oh, the revival, the, the revival. revival. Yes. So he was there. Yes. He, he said, you know, that week he got like, God told him to go there and see for himself what was happening. So he yeah. did, he went with his daughter. And so that weekend he came back and he was like, guys, I just feel like we need to do the same. Like God is calling us to worship, to be yes, worship. like, yeah, exactly. To just yeah. rededicate our lives. And yes. he's like, so I felt it in my heart to, to put on hold this relationship series and just do like a random baptism yeah. you know, day. And, and I was just like, wow, this is okay, cool. I love worship days. So one of the scriptures that has been popping up as of late um in my life and it just i'm seeing it everywhere it's really funny like i'll I'll, you know read it in a book or i'll see it in a painting or so weird it's um isaiah 43 i actually pulled it up isaiah 43 2 um and it's you know when you pass through the waters i will be with you and through the rivers they will not overwhelm you when you walk through the fire you will not be burned or scorched nor will the flame kindle upon you. And again, I was, I was feeling very anxious that day, feeling like, you know, just from life in general, work, relationships, things like that. And I just felt like the, the second he read that scripture, I don't know what wrecked me, but like, I just started bawling my eyes out That's uncontrollably. So like yes. I could not stop. I was literally sobbing. And again, you know, then we were worshiping, we were singing. My mom was like super into it. We were worshiping together. Amen. It was just such a, like a special moment. And then he said, you know, usually for the baptisms, you have to sign up. And I saw people signing up at the front. So I thought, you know, that was that, but he said, I feel like God is telling me that there are people in this room who just need to to be baptized, to, who want to take that step, who want to rededicate their lives. If that's you come to the front and like, you know, let's do this. Like if God's calling you, just, just get up and come. And I remember I looked at my mom. I just, I looked at her and with tears in both our eyes, she looked at me and she goes, go. I was like, and I, I, that to me was huge because again, it was not something that she supported, you know, yeah. at, at first, but I think she saw what was happening. And I just felt like it was, again, I couldn't stop crying. It was the Holy spirit for sure. There's, there's no denying that it was like such a huge urge calling. I just felt like the time. And what was so special is I had all my, you know, I built a little community in that church. It's, it's amazing. Yes. Um, the people Hallelujah. That, That's amazing. <laughs> the people that this church has brought to my life. Yes. I mean, that's, I'm so grateful. So to be honest, like that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on is I would love, you know, I thank you God for this story of like testimony of renewal, you know, just being refreshed yeah. and baptized in the spirit. That is so encouraging. I also wanted to have you on because after, so you posted that you got baptized and that to me was just like, the best because I just saw it in your face of the realness of the Holy Spirit and like how you were just so joyful. Your face was full of joy. And I would love for you to talk about that too. Also, the people who were sharing it with you, like, you know, the repost or whatever, just like the community of support that was happening of you posting it. 
you know, that's just to be celebrated, you know, that is just amazing. Heaven is celebrating with you. What does it feel like to have that support? Yeah, God has definitely, he's very strategic in what he does. (laughs) And he has placed this amazing support group of people in my life. And, And, you know, a lot of them were there that day. I remember one girl, Gina, she's been, it's, she's just been one of those people that I think God put like a spiritual leader in my life. Um, and she's definitely been like a guiding light for me in in my journey. Um, and then also the pastor who is like the founding pastor of that church, he kind of stepped back and, and his son took over, but that day he was the one doing the baptisms. And he's kind of also been like a mentor to me, pastor Don love him to death. Um, and he was the one who got to baptize me. So that it's that in itself was, I mean, I, when I saw him, he just gave me this hug and he looked at me and he was like, I'm so proud of you. And then that just like, you know, wrecked me even more. Yes. <laughs> like, like, I love it. It's the best. Yes. <laughs> and for, for you who's listening, who's confused when we talk about things that are really hard and then you know, like anxiety attacks, and then you're crying out to God. And I say things like, that's good. And then when you say, oh, that wrecked me, it's like, no, 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 these are good things. Because yeah, 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 yeah. God makes everything good for those who love him. Like if you love God, this is from Romans 8, 28, that you are going to have a good result in the end because of God, (laughs) because God is good. And God Amen. is love and God does good. And yes, so all things for good. Oh, he does. He works all things for good. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. Like the Lord is leading this. I feel so strongly that God is present right now. The uh, other thing I don't mean to interject, but I do want to say one thing about when you walked in and you said the house was packed, which I love that you called it the house. Like that is cool. The house of the Lord. <laughs> the house of the Lord. Cool. Um, But like, you know, somebody said, like, just get excited. So for you who's listening, I just want to say this to you of like, when you walk into any place, pray when you go into that place, God be present here, God be welcome here, all that, because Paula, you're walking into a place where the Holy Spirit is present. There are places that we go into that God's Holy Spirit is not present there. And so as believers, you know, we're encouraging you to broadcast his love. And so praying as you walk into buildings of Holy Spirit, you are invited here. Holy Spirit, do what you want. God, you are welcome here. God, this is your day. (laughs) This isn't my day. This is your day. You know, like do what you want, have your agenda. Let me be willing and obedient to do that. But I just wanted to pray that because when you were talking about walking into a space, I know people out there can relate of like walking into a place that is rocking and rolling, or maybe it's very quiet, but just we as vessels of Jesus. And if you're a believer in Christ, you have him inside of you pray for that space for God to be there for his power to be present and for him to move and only God, you know, no, no other things, you know, absolutely. But that's actually yeah. part of my daily prayer every day. I have like my little, um, you know, I do my little devotional and, and part of my daily prayers, you know, Lord, use me as an instrument of your loving grace, like everything in your glory. So, yeah, that's good. Use me as an instrument of your love and grace. That's so good. <laughs> Are 
are you a musician, Paula? I didn't know this. <laughs> I wish. I wish I was that talented. <laughs> As a believer in Jesus, we are musicians. <laughs> I could I can sing, not well, but I'll do it anyways. <laughs> I'll do it anyways. Amen. Okay. So you rededicated your life. Uh, you use the word transformed. Do you mind going to that part of the conversation where you said that your life was totally transformed? Like you said, you're getting into your Bible. Like what does transformed look like in your life? Absolutely. So in the Bible, it says that God wants joy and peace for you. And that's kind of like how we can that's kind of like the discerning factor, like how, you know, like if something is of God, it's just, it brings you joy. It brings you peace. If it brings you stress, anxiety, and all these other things, you know, something, something's off. Right. Um, yeah, yes. I feel like my life up until the point when I started going to church, things really changed for me. Um, one crazy, again, just little example of how God works in your life. Um, I remember there was one day shortly after my breakup, with my ex, um, that again, you know, it was, it was, it was definitely a, a journey because we had been together for so long. So it was just a lot of like healing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going to therapy at that time and like learning about how to deal with my emotions and, and how to, you know, control them. But it was a day where same, you know, I, I was suffering from these panic anxiety attacks and like, I woke up, didn't want to do anything. And I'd always had a Bible had never really opened one. <laughs> like I remember buying this Bible at like Barnes and Noble years ago because I thought it, it was cute, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> cute it is. Never opened it. It just sat on my nightstand, like the, you know, like stereotypical, just, um, nightstand little decoration, but I never opened it. And I remember I was like laying in bed and I just was having one of those days. And I was like, God, I looked, I looked at my nightstand and I was like, all right, if there's something in this book that you need me to see, please like speak to me, Lord. Cause I needed, I needed a word. And Ricky, when I opened that, I just opened it at random. And again, these are just little examples of how God like shows up in your life. And like, there is no other explanation that is God. Yeah. I opened it and I was having such a day. I was, I was definitely going through like a bit of depression at the time. And it was Psalms 118 verse 24, which is today is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And to me, I was just like, you're right. Like this is the Lord's day. Yes. Know that joy is a choice. And he tells us that, Mm -hmm. you know, your circumstances you cannot control. And that was something I struggled with a lot. Like the control that I thought I had over my life. Like, no, it is not my life. Yeah. <laughs> it is for God to do with it what he will, you know? Yes. His um, will. Yes. Exactly. It's his will. And and it's something that I struggled with a lot. But I was like, I felt like that was him telling me, like, you have a choice. You can either stay in bed and and you know be depressed and, and try to control things on your own, or you can let me do what I do, like lay it at my feet. And walk, you know, just just choose joy. Get up, go do something for yourself. And and so every day, that's part of my daily prayer as well. I say it every day because we need little reminders, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I need some Monday motivation on Tuesday. You know? Exactly. Like, yes. 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 <laughs> yeah. So again, just since surrendering, and that's a word that's like 
even this year, um, the, the, the word that the church had for like, you know, at, at the beginning of the year, it was new heart. So I've been praying for that new heart, that surrender. Um, cause I still feel myself, you know, I'm not by any means, like, I don't think there's such a thing as a perfect Christian. If people would have known me in college, like people who do know me in college or from college, and they know that I'm doing this podcast, like I was, a, I was a Christian in college, but like for the person who's listening, who's like waiting to step out in faith to, because of whatever they did in the past, like knowing what I've done, they would be like, she has a Christian podcast. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? I know X, Y, Z. I remember this time. I remember that. I remember what she said or did or whatever. <laughs> but like, but God, and he is our strength. He is our foundation. Yeah. He is our everything. And like what you were talking about is surrender. And I don't know for the person listening what is holding you back? Like what's giving you pressure from denying yourself and denying your ego and denying like whatever it is that is keeping you from doing what God's called you to do. But I just want to encourage you to like lay that down, touch your toes if you have to, and just like lay it down, like do a little yoga, like home and it's yeah. down. <laughs> Jesus, I surrender, whatever it takes. But like that surrender of like praying for a new heart, God can do it. And it's in his strength that we move forward. And like what you were talking about with his will. Absolutely. And, and again, so just that I feel like, you know, after, and again, it's, it's man, his love has manifested in my life in such a way, like when I really, truly, again, just gave up that control and realized, and it's a struggle still to this day. Oh yeah, it's for sure. Struggle. Yes. Like, understanding that we just have to let go and let God, you know? Yes. Um, and yes. But when I did, things kind of just started falling into place, like things that I had prayed for for such a long time that I was like, you know, my prayers went from God, please give me this. God, please, you know, take this away to it, it changed from me asking things of God to just being like, God, do your will. And like, I know that your timing is perfect. So if things are not meant to be, they're not meant to be. Help me walk away from them. Things like that. So it just it completely changed my like prayer um, you know, just my prayer language and yeah. I stopped asking God for things, which it, it's okay to ask God for things. You know, he says, ask yeah. and, and you know, you will, will receive, you shall receive. Yeah. But it was just more so like, show me what you want me to do in life. And he pulled me away again from relationships that I, that no longer served, you know, my purpose. And then he pulled me away from a job that no longer served my purpose. Yeah, And he started, I mean, again, things that I had prayed for that, not that I had given up, but just like kind of relinquished control over started falling into place. And it was so beautiful to see, like there was no other explanation. Um, and so even after I got baptized, it's just been like, I felt his, I, I felt his presence even more so because there's been a lot of recent changes in my life. Um, literally as of like, just a few weeks ago. <laughs> yes. Praise um, God. That's praise awesome. God. Exactly. So many things have started to change. And I feel like it's God saying like, all right, buckle down. Like you, you know, you said you rededicated your life to me. Like there are things I know you don't want to give up, but like, I feel him just, you know, convicting me and, and God doesn't condemn. He convicts, Yeah, you know, he doesn't condemn us, but he does show us 
Amen. Where we need him and and what we're doing, where we're not like fully giving him control. And he's been showing me that hardcore. (laughs) Yeah. But God and he is our strength. He is our foundation. He is our everything. And like what you were talking about is surrender. Letting go of things that like I may be afraid to let go of because I'm comfortable, Mm -hmm. but I know I need to do away with. I love that you use the word show for so many reasons, um, like how God shows you something. Is there anything else that you could share with us about what God has shown you? And um, just to encourage listeners out there, if they're thinking about getting baptized or, you know, kind of next steps and encouragement to get baptized if someone's been thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, I think... Honestly, it's just a matter of, again, just pray for surrender. I think it's a matter of like, if you're a new believer or, you know, if you're, if you're just curious about what God has in store for your life, like pray and, and, and just, and I know there's a lot of people that are like, well, I don't know how to pray. It's a conversation with God. God wants a relationship with you. So in whatever words you have, just ask God again, to show you where, where he wants to lead you ask him to to help your heart surrender like if you if you're just feeling that like if you have that itch just pray for that pray for his presence to be you know overwhelming god says that he loves exceedingly abundantly above all things pray for that um and and i feel like whatever you know whatever like you may be facing or experiencing right now like in life just keep going through it. Don't give up. You know, it's so easy to quit, but it takes faith to go through something. And we just got to learn how to trust God and, and, you know, trust that his will is better. Yeah. You're the real deal, Paula. I mean, this is, you have brought some scriptures in and I pray that this encourages for whoever's listening to, to pray, to go to God's word. Um, I have a scripture written by my desk. It says, devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. Colossians 4.2. As you were saying, start by praying and have a conversation with God. That is the, uh, that's the scripture I just saw around my desk. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. And just, you know, thank God. Thank God for something in your life. If you're just looking for one way to start that conversation, thank God for one thing, you know, just one thing. And then maybe two things, but the breath in your lungs is a good place to start. So Paula, is there anything else that you would like to share? Um, honestly, I'm, you know, no, just God is good. God is love. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, and, and this is another scripture for whoever. Yes. Psalm 91, just go look it up, read it. But God is our refuge. God is our fortress. And there's so much power in that one scripture. That's another one that's been hitting me lately. And I just felt felt it in me to, to, to share that. I Well, yeah. So the last question we ask every guest is what Bible verse is encouraging you in this season. And to be honest, like I, I didn't ask you that because I was like, oh, well, she shared a scripture. She shared, she shared a couple scriptures. Like those are the Bible verses that I'm probably <laughs> encouraging her in this season. And then you come in with Psalms 91. <laughs> Yeah. Well, there you go. It's like, yeah, see, that was God. (laughs) That was God. Psalms 91, whoever dwells in the shelter of the most high will rest in the shadow of the almighty. 
I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. That is Amen. verses that, one and two. That entire, that entire verse is just life. <laughs> it, it really <laughs> is. Your back. Yeah, he'll save you. He'll save you. Oh, man. Like this is, a, if you say the Lord is my refuge, Mm-hmm. And you make the most high your dwelling. No harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent. That's verses nine through 10. Mm-hmm. Holy moly. I don't know if we're allowed to say holy moly as believers, but <laughs> I don't My, know. Yeah, it's just, it's such, it's such a, like, you know, I, I remember the first time I read that I was literally hopping around, walking around my apartment, getting all excited. And I was like, yes, I don't know. Like, it was just such a powerful scripture, you know, like the last um, verses 14 through 16, it's, because he loved me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him for he for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. God's got your back. Whatever you're going through, like he is right there with you. And, and I promise that if you just let him take over, your life will start to change. We're going back to Florida. We're going back to the University of Florida, y'all. Pack out the stadium. Let's praise the Lord. <laughs> Revival is going to come to the University of Florida. Paula, she's sharing her testimony. Let's go. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this is great. And show him my and show him my salvation. Like God will also show you his salvation. He will show you which way to go if you trust him. Like, yep. That's it. It's that simple. hallelujah this is real like this is not a performance you guys oh no (laughs) this is god's presence like this is so good thank you so much paula thank you for this friendship and relationship and coming on and sharing what god has on your heart and god bless you and your family and your mom your sweet mom god just softened her heart and um it, that's what he did. He softened her heart. I mean, I don't know how else to put it. He just, he gave her a new heart. <laughs> yeah. He gave her a new heart. That's exactly it. Thank you. Oh, no, amazing. thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Um, yes. you know, love this. We'll come back anytime. <laughs> okay. Yes. I would love to have you back and Oh man, just love you, Paula. Um, So at the end of every podcast, we always pray. So join us in prayer wherever you are, whatever you're doing. I don't care what you're doing right now. Like if you were tuned out and now you're tuned back in, like let's tune into Jesus. We're going to pray. We're going to have a conversation with God as Paula was talking about earlier, a communication (laughs) with God. Um, Father, thank you so much for today. You are here. You are with us. You have gone before us and thank you for leading us. Thank you for your Holy Spirit presence that gives us goosebumps when someone says something or you see a scripture that God, you've been meditating on our hearts. Thank you for just showing up in our lives and showing us where to go and being our peace and our guidance and our force, our energy. We love you, Lord. We surrender our lives to you. And Father, just decrease us and increase you. Let this time be so real for whoever's listening. Don't let this just be a podcast. Don't let these just be words. Lord, just please renew the souls and the minds who are listening to this to have a new day that is not our day, but it's your day, God. Decrease us and increase you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Broadcast His Love with Ricky Van Stewart. I hope you also consider joining us on our podcast as well. 
Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. Again, this is Pastor Dustin, and I hope to get to connect with you very soon. Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission in Jeremy Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti, you can check us out at HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti and how you can partner with us to live the difference to help empower leaders to transform communities. God bless you guys and have a great day. Hi y'all, this is Nan Charland, the owner of the Laurel Oak Inn Bed and Breakfast in Gainesville, Florida. You can find the Laurel Oak Inn on the internet at laureloakinn.com or Facebook and Instagram, Laurel Oak Inn. Until we meet you in person, we certainly hope you're enjoying life to its fullest. This is amazing!